It's time once again for another episode of Georgia Business Radio. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. And now here's your host, Rich Casanova. Are you kidding me? He's here in the studio. No. Wow! I'm, I'm as ex- are you as excited as I am? Yes, that, he's in the flesh right here. I brought with my us, flan, my fan clubs here. Uh, you got Michael, backups. yeah, Michael Moore, Artie Rudiman. Uh, his new handle, by the way, if you haven't uh, tuned in, is uh, Artie and Radio. So he's now Artio. What's up, Artio? Artio's Artie-o. in the studio. <laughs> business is up on Pro Business Channel. Good answer. I didn't even ask a question, but yeah, I like that one. Uh, so you're tuned in to the Georgia Business Radio uh, here on the Pro Business Channel from our billion-dollar Buckhead view. And uh, speaking of billionaires, we have Brent Leary in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should have got a real big laugh, laugh yeah. on that one. <laughs> um, well, that's a billion pennies, right? You have at least a billion pennies in your wallet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pieces of lint. Something. <laughs> Something, yeah. yeah. So uh, actually, I, I met uh, Brent a while back. We were talking before we went on the air about uh, a great event you've hosted. Actually, I've quoted mentioned that, that event quite a number of times. I think it was at Georgia State, right? So, yeah. Uh, one was Social Biz Atlanta. Yeah. And we did that two years at Georgia State. And then we did something called XCOM, where we were kind of talking about the future of CRM, customer experience, and e-commerce. And that one was at Georgia State. And we're going to talk about another CRM event uh, that all, th- all four of us were at. But uh, to that original event where we met, um, it was really cool. I was so impressed you had this founder of Carvana was there. It was yeah. really cool. Uh, I've heard about the brand. You've seen it. But to kind of have a one-on-one conversation with the guy and hear his perspective and uh, how he you know, launched that venture. But in addition to that, you also had uh, folks from uh, GoDaddy. I'm a huge GoDaddy fan. Uh, I have way too many. I have a, a GoDaddy. <laughs> I have so many uh, domain names. Uh, it's a little out of control. I have a... Uh, a problem with collecting domain names. You aren't, you aren't alone, by the way. Okay, yeah. I have yeah, there's, you have quite a few as well, yeah. yeah. So, and then um, finally, we were all, all four of us, we were talking before we went on the air, we're all at the Salesforce event. Yeah, the Small Which, Business Base Camp uh, event they did back in March. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a really cool venue, the vibe, I mean, this whole thing of like camping, whatever, right? And That was a really cool venue, wasn't yeah, it? Was yeah. it the estate or something? I think so, yeah. Like yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not too far from here, actually. Yeah. And uh, so talk to us about the role of Salesforce before we get into your bio and background and your whole life story. The role of Salesforce? Yeah. Well, I mean, Salesforce is the biggest CRM, uh, cloud-based CRM company out there. They're kind of running things from a, from a cloud CRM perspective. And but, I mean, your alliance or partnership, well, or how do you work with those guys or vice versa? Yeah, so I'm an a independent CRM analyst. Okay. So I, I do a lot around just understanding where the technology is going. I work with uh, a number of the vendors on uh, kind of doing some stra- strategy and some advisory stuff around that, some thought leadership content. So I try to make sure that I'm, I keep the pulse of what's going on and what the technology is doing, how people are using the technology. And so I've been doing that for about, I don't know, 10, 15 years at this point. So, yes, Salesforce is, is, a, is a client, and I do some things for them, but I also uh, do a lot of work with uh, some of the other folks as well. All right, I'm going to have uh, Ardio now do the formal introduction. Yeah, Ardio, if you take it away. <laughs> it's like daddy Yeah, like it is. It is. Ardio. It's catchy, yeah. <laughs> Well, Brent, it's a pleasure having you on the show. 
Brent is a co-founder and partner of CRM Essentials, and which is a consulting and advisory firm focused on small and mid-sized enterprises. He has management consulting experience with considerable projects for Microsoft, Research in Motion, Bell South, and Compact, and the state of Georgia's Department of Economic Development. And one of the ones I'm most impressed with is CRM's magazine Most Influential Leader Award. Along with your partner, Michael Thomas. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a little wh- a little while ago, but that was actually kind of cool to get that kind of thing. Um, uh, I really should have probably given you an updated bio. <laughs> uh, I mean, all the stuff you said is true, but uh, also in addition, you know, I do do some work uh, in the past and some things in the future with companies like Salesforce and Oracle and SAP and uh, some of the other smaller um, CRM vendors. But, yeah, I write, uh, I write some for CRM Magazine. Wow. And I've written in the past for Inc. I did a, a, like a three-year online column for for them from 10, 2008 to 2010 or something like that. But, yeah, my focus really is on understanding what these new customer engagement technologies are, what they are going to do for, for folks who are trying to figure out how to basically find, catch, and keep customers and how to leverage these newer technologies to do do that more efficiently and effectively. Most of our listeners know, but for those who are then uninitiated, tell us what CRM stands for. Yeah, CRM stands for Customer Relationship Management. And if you do a Google search on what is CRM, you're going to get like <laughs> a billion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a whole bunch. Back. A whole bunch. But I, just, I, I, I pretty much boil it down to the systems that you use to find, catch, and keep good customers. That, that's like what it does at its foundation. I love that, catch and keep, like you're fishing or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I try to make an, an uh uh, you know, find, catch, and keep. Yeah. I try to make uh, a little acronym out of it, but mm, we have the F and the C and the K, and there, you, know, you yeah, just can't that, make that, an acronym out of it. That really work yeah. out well. Yeah. It's, it's like, like we'll, a missing letter yeah. somewhere. Here. We'll do that later. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, Michael Moore is joining us in the studio. Um, and, Good Michael, one. you were talking before we went on the air. The other Michael Moore, yeah. Yeah, not, the other Michael the, he, Without the ball cap, yeah. But um, you can borrow Brett's, by the way, yeah. <laughs> Get his cat next door. <laughs> But you were talking before in the air, your early days in CRM, right? Early days. How dated is that? Were you talking well, about was, a floppy was, disk it, or what? It was, it was <laughs> actually, it was two floppy disks. I, I taught people to use the earliest portable computers, which had the operating system on one, the data on the other, and you carried them around. They weighed 25 pounds. That's true. And we have Robert Engineered. Uh, you're too young to remember floppy disk, are you? Do you remember? No, no, I remember them. Oh, I you remember do? Them, yeah. they, they had them in Ireland? Yeah, we had them. We had them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we're talking DOS, and we're talking two floppy disks, and we're talking oh, 360K, if I remember So correctly. fast forward now, yeah. It's all in the cloud, right? So, so yeah, most of, yeah, CRM. I mean, going back to 1999, three companies, three or four companies that kind of got started right about that time. It was Salesforce. There was a company called NetSuite, which is now part of Oracle. And there was another company called Right Now Technologies, which is also part of Oracle. Oracle, but there's a lot of buying in this space. But Have those, them call us, whatever. Yeah, we're available yeah. for sale. <laughs> so these three companies were like the first ones to take uh, the CRM step into the cloud. And back then they called it SaaS uh, yeah. and ASPs. That's what it was called. But really it, it was uh, being able to manage your contacts and accounts not on your hard drive but actually store right. it up in in the network. They don't use SaaS anymore? Or, um, we call it cloud now. Okay. I mean, That's you know. a new, new words. Yeah. You know, yeah. new, new millennium word. <laughs> now, I had a, a company in the, in the 90s, and I, was, I had Goldmine. Is that 
Goldmine, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. uh, Goldmine. down CRM uh, John Ferrar is, uh, is a buddy of mine, and John was one of the founders of Goldmine. Wow. And, and uh, back in the, I think he started that in the late 80s, early 90s period, around mm-hmm. when ACT was started about yeah, the same yeah. time. Uh, so, yeah, actually, I, I used to do this radio show, and one of the things that I, I really enjoyed was I, I did a conversation with John Ferrar, who was one of the co-founders of ACT, and Mike, uh, I can't remember Mike's last name, but he was one of the co-founders of of ACT. So I had a, this conversation like uh, a couple of years ago asking these founders of, of uh, the CRM space, what, yeah. is it, what is it like looking at what CRM is now? And it is really fascinating. John Farrar actually has a company now called Nimble. Nimble is really well known out there. Yeah, it's huge. And it's, uh, it's like a social – he calls it social relationship management as opposed to customer relationship management. Um, but he's been doing that for, their, I don't know, six or seven years at this point. And they really have made some really great strides around it. But, yeah, it's fascinating to see what hap- what went took place in the early, 80, early 90s, late 80s uh, with contact management, with ACT and Goldmine, to where we are today with things. So. You know, because we have a sole guest today, we have a little time. I'm always interested how people developed and got where they are. So give us a little background about yourself and how you got involved in the business. Sure. So I was born the son of a sharecropper. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I actually – was born. That's yeah, that I was far. born. Not that was, far back. Whatever, half yeah. right. Yeah. Um, no, I, I actually uh, was born and raised up in Delaware. Um, so I've been, I've been in Atlanta for 18 years. But before that, I was in Delaware. And I went to school at the University of Delaware for accounting. I realized the day I graduated, or graduated, I did not want to be an accountant, so I went. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> like uh, yeah, okay, let's uh, do something else. So I went and got a graduate degree uh, in management information systems, and so that put me on a path of kind of being more involved with technology. And so when I graduated from there, um, I had an opportunity to go to work for a company called, at the time was called uh, ICI, which then got bought by Zeneca Pharmaceuticals. Now it's AstraZeneca. Uh, but I spent two and a half years supporting um, different aspects of the business and technology standpoint. And one of my rotations was to support the pharmaceutical sales team on helping them with the manage their their territory, so they called it electronic territory management systems back then, <laughs> which now of course is what what CRM is all about. Right. So I spent two and a half years uh, helping to build uh, access databases using Visual Basic to you know, these old tools from from back in the day. Um, so I did that. Then I decided I wanted to start doing some independent contracting. So I spent the next four or five years working um, at companies like Merck and Roan Polunk Roar uh, doing the same kind of thing, supporting different pharmaceutical sales teams. And so that gave me a really good understanding of uh, what goes into Salesforce automation. Um, So once I did that, I did that for about four or five years. My parents had uh, retired and moved down to Atlanta, so I was, and I started visiting here a lot. And I was like, man, this is a cool place. Let me see what opportunities are here. And so I decided to, you know, to just see what kind of CRM-ish kind of things are down here. And I got offer from Oracle to come down and work for them. And I I got the verbal offer, and I was like, okay, uh, where's the paper at? (laughs) And so in between them getting me an actual written offer, this company called uh, Price Waterhouse uh, said, you know what, Uh, have you firmed that offer up yet? And I was like, no, well, can you come down and help us build the CRM practice? Interesting. Wow. So I decided, well, 
sure. <laughs> so I came. You're already here. on the road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, okay. So I came down here and with the expectation of working in Atlanta and helping to build the Sierra practice. <laughs> you, you already know where I, I'm going with I this. Knew where yeah. Michael yeah. knows the rest of this story. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. first uh, job I had was Mobile, Alabama for three months. <laughs> then in the following. You were the practice of CRM. <laughs> <laughs> they had sent you to the field to gather the data. Yeah. <laughs> so I spent basically two and a half years at Price Waterhouse Coopers on the road doing wow. Wow. different projects. And I was like, well, you know, I did come down here because I wanted to actually live here. <laughs> right. uh, so uh, in the early 2000s, I, I left and started this company called CRM Essentials with a buddy of mine. And that's where we started um, doing CRM implementations aimed at the SMB space. And this little company that a lot of people didn't know about back in 2003, Salesforce, um, was uh, recruiting folks to be certified implementation partners. Mm -hmm. And my former partner, Michael Thomas, um, he used to work at Oracle and PeopleSoft, or I think it was Oracle and PeopleSoft, but two companies that got bought that had a lot of people from Salesforce coming out of Oracle because that's where Mark Benioff was formed, was from. So um, we did this certified track. We were one of the, I think we were the second company in Georgia to become certified uh, implementation partners for Salesforce. Wow. It was really cool back yeah. then because we actually were on the feature page. I wish I had wow. done a screenshot of that because <laughs> yeah, really. it was just like us and some other company. So we did a number of Salesforce implementations. Then we got certified Microsoft CRM. We did some of those. And then uh, somewhere along the line, I was asked to start, uh, can you give us, uh, you know, write something about what we should be doing with best practices for CRM? Uh, from the folks at CRM Magazine. So I, I, I wrote, started writing, and people were like, oh, this is really interesting. Could you talk about it? It's like, yeah, sure, I could talk about it. So I just, just kind of rolled into what I'm doing now, which is um, I get a chance to meet with a lot of different um, executives at the at the CRM vendors. I do a lot of analyst briefings. I get uh, kind of the insights as to what technology the roadmap is for the products. And then that allows me to kind of give a little bit of perspective of where I think the industry is going. Well, yeah, that's um, you're listening to Georgia Business Radio with uh, Brent Leary uh, from CRM Essentials. So talk to us about that. What is, uh, in layman's terms, what does a day in the life look like for you? Who do you help? Talk to us about that. Sure. Well, the day in the life looks is starts with a bunch of emails because I, I get a lot of companies because there's so many um, companies out there. Right. You know, I talk about some of the big ones, but there are a ton of smaller ones that are doing really interesting things, little niche things right. around CRM. Um, so I get a lot of email asking me for briefings to, okay. to see if I'd be interested in learning more about this company and what they're doing. So I, I try to figure out, you know, some of these are really interesting. Some of them are not that interesting. So I, I spend some of my day just trying to figure out, hmm, okay, this one I'll, I'll take and talk and learn about. So are you a brand ambassador for some of these? Do you help with implementation? I mean, what's your business model, I guess, is what I'm getting Yeah, here. so from my – Consultant? Yeah, what I do a lot nowadays is strategic advisor. So I'll work with the vendors to, to kind of help them with messaging and positioning and give them feedback on, on the roadmap and, and the technology. Uh, so that's part of it. Another part is I do some research projects. So I'll do uh, – I did a, a, a research project with a company called IntroHive on how uh, – we call it relationship intelligence automation, how that impacts CRM adoption. So how does making the, the salesperson not have to enter data, not have to update data, not have to look for data, how does that impact their ability to sell? Huge. 
It, right, yeah. That's the short you answer. You haven't yeah, seen yeah. the study yet. <laughs> right. uh, no, I, I, every, who, raise your hand if you love entering data into a CRM, right? Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, finger, my finger's hurt. I can't raise my hand. <laughs> um, so what are some trends? Uh, the, the words socials come up a couple of times. Uh, uh, you mentioned that I think it was John that is kind of pivoted more of rather than just being managing clients of uh, more of the social aspect and not just social media, right? But I mean, um, getting beyond those terms of uh, welcome aboard, Mr. Client. How about, uh, you know, Sam? Love yeah. You know, appreciate your business. So I think the whole area of social selling and, yeah. or integrating information coming from social. So, I mean, when you think at LinkedIn and a person's profile and that person keeps that, uh, that profile up about what they're doing and where they're going. And if you're trying to build a relationship with that person – Sometimes by that person just updating their information or commenting on something on a social network or posting a blog, all that is information that you could use to have a better interaction opportunity with them. And, and that'll trigger something, a conversation. Matter of fact, it's ironic because that's how you got back on our radar, if you will, because I saw a, a blog, and I wanted to kind of delve into this, uh, good segue, about the uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. And so you had written a huge article about that. I was reading that. I'm thinking, I haven't uh, talked to Brent in a while. How about let's have him in the studio? So that's a real-world scenario, right? Yeah. About the social integration with connecting. But talk to us about that that article, for example. Well, it's kind of funny you mention that because just today I got this notification that Jeff Bezos is now the richest man in the world. He surpassed wow. Bill Gates. More than Ar- Ardio? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ardio. Sorry. Really? Sorry to break the news, man. So that's official, more than Bill Gates. Well, yeah. Is that prior to Bill Gates giving away all of his? Well, I think there's a combination of him giving away some wealth. And all the money that uh, Bezos made on Prime Day. <laughs> so. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because that was what the article was about, right? I mean, they're, uh, you know, Christmas in July or instead of Black Friday, right? They, they're uh, proactive. But talk to us about that. Yeah, Amazon to me is the most fascinating right? company I've ever come across. And I, I mean, when you think about all the things that they are, have impacted and are starting to impact even more. It is just truly fascinating for a company that started in 1994. As a bookstore, online bookstore. As an online bookstore. Who to figure? And now they are impacting the way businesses are created with AWS. And all these companies are using Amazon Web Services to, to run their technology operations for their business. So who would have foreseen that? Or the Kindle has changed the way that we actually read information. And right? he invented that. He right? brought that to the he market. He brought the Kindle out. And, and the, the, the recent thing is the Echo device. Yeah. And, and, you and just, thanks for the door prize. That they, yeah. that we were talking about it before. I, I walk into my house. And uh, I'll say, uh, Alexa, play Pro Business Channel on <laughs> on um, uh, iHeartRadio. No, one, one of those. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right. That's and, right. And it comes up. Yeah, yeah. yeah on mm-hmm. the, <laughs> the Echo. Yeah, give me a, so, I need to get a new one update from you, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, they just came out with the Echo Show, the one with the, the screen. I, of course, I've got that one already. Yeah. But it, they have p- penetrated so many different industries and impacted the way that we take in information, the way that we, you know, watch videos the way that we listen to audiobooks so yeah it's it's amazing and so prime day once again is something they just started only two years ago for those that are not familiar with it, what's the whole premise behind that so they just were the original premise was back in uh, 2015 they wanted to celebrate their 20th anniversary so they wanted to come up with a way to kind of thank the people who were prime members 
And yep. yeah, I, I'm believe me, I've been like a 10 year prime <laughs> member. And actually, in 2015, there were around 44 million prime members at the time. Wow. So they wanted to basically do something special to commemorate the 20th anniversary. And so they did this thing called Prime Day. And uh, originally, yeah, I, I was not blown away with the kind of stuff that was on sale for Prime Day. It was like uh, the leftover stuff. They they're trying to get rid of inventory or <laughs> overstock. Yeah, yeah. So it was uh, it wasn't all that. I didn't I didn't buy anything because I was like ah, I don't see anything. But a lot of other people bought stuff, and so they went from you know that being like a one off day to say okay we'll do it again in 2016. And and what this, kind of revenue were we talking? So they never give you absolute yeah. numbers. You know, they're they're, they're really crappy you, about that. Rob, can you get Jeff on the phone real quick? Jeff, yeah, Bezos, Yeah. <laughs> so I know, for example, the estimates for the 2015. There were 44 million Prime members estimated at that time, and they all they would say is they there were tens of millions of Prime members buying stuff. So last you year, you can extrapolate those numbers, right? Yeah. Last year, they said that the sales went up sixty percent over the year before Prime <laughs> wow. Day, but also uh, there were a roughly sixty-three million Prime members. So fifty percent increase. Yeah, and if you figure just a round number of hundred dollars per, per person to purchase, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, we could figure that. Yeah, math. You could do the math. Artie, Artie you're really quick on math. Can you do the math real quick. <laughs> That's a lot of money. I, I know that. Answer. That's more than we generated last week. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Artie has a question about CRM. <laughs> oh, we keep mentioning. Now he's Salesforce. in his third person. Yeah, <laughs> we keep mentioning Salesforce. And uh, are you uh, connected to Salesforce, or are you open to other platforms as well? And what's the yin-yang for any of them? Yeah, no, uh, Salesforce is one of my clients um, that I, I do strategic stuff for and thought leadership content. But I work with all – like I, I mentioned, I've done work with SAP, Microsoft, Oracle, uh, and, and many others. Uh, so I, I don't sell it. I, I only kind of analyze it, do strategy around it. And help other folks kind of understand the roadmap of where CRM is going. All right. Now, we've been talking about all the sales and all the members and all the names that are buzzwords. Let's go back to the – you said you like to practice in the SCMB market because it all comes back to yeah. even 1994 when Amazon started. It was a little business. It's a <laughs> real little business. Uh, but today, if uh, – and I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, and we all have a heart for the folks who uh, either lost their job, upsized, resized, downsized, outsized, whatever you call it. But – there are more companies being started today every day by men and women who are looking for opportunity in life. So, but the most important thing we all realize is how important is that customer? How important mm-hmm. is it to keep up with that customer? So today, I'm going to use a magic wand. I've just made you a small business person, brand new, less than six hours old. You've got to get those first 15 suspects, prospects, and maybe customers in your database and take care of them for the rest of the growth of your company. What do you do, Mr. Thought Leader? Well, the, the the easiest thing is if you already have a list of those folks, you want to put them in a system that uh-huh. allows you to easily touch them, easily keep up with them. Well, so I either had them on a three-by-five card or I had them in an Excel, <laughs> or an Excel spreadsheet. Or floppy so take disc. me from there. Or well, a floppy disk, yeah, right? Yeah, God. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, the, the drip campaign is, I think, one wait of the a most minute, challenging. Wait a minute. Let's, yeah. let's get him started. Okay, I mean, yeah. he, that's, that's actually that's a good one. But the, the thing the, is to put them in a system. That, yeah, yeah, but the attribute, put them up in the cloud. We all believe that's the place to put them so, mm-hmm. we, so we can grow our business and other people around the world can help us. We got that part. Right. So what, what are the important parts of looking at a – customer 
engagement system. Is that the new buzzword? Uh, customer relationship management system, yeah. Well, that was what you changed on me. You said customer engagement. Well, uh, okay. So, yeah, so. Let's take it all well, the way. You use your, so CRM is typically your foundational piece to execute your customer engagement strategy. Right. Name, address, phone number, and email. Now, I started interacting with him. He mentioned drip. We mentioned all market. We mentioned brand. We mentioned all those different things. So how do you begin to really the do that? The first thing that you need to do is to really understand, A, what what is the main challenge you're trying to get? Is it you need more leads? You need to qualify your leads more effectively? You need a, to implement a sales process? Uh, what are the stages of the sales process? So do you want to – so where are you starting? Is it a customer retention problem? Are you trying to make sure you keep the customers – and that that's the big challenge. So I always tell SMBs in particular, the very first thing that you need to do is identify and do a needs analysis. What are your biggest challenges? Get them out there. Get make sure you have the right people in the office in the in the meeting to really nail this down. Because most people jump right to well, well, so and so says to buy this, so I'm going to buy that. And so and so's business model could be completely different. That's right. So your, brother, your brother-in-law that. does not have the right answer to your question. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah, well, Joe over there is yeah. using this. They got the bar. You know. Yeah. So I always say, forget the technology at the moment. Get the right people in the room. That could be you know, your, your requirements. Yeah, Thank your you. requirements. Nail them down. What does success look like? What are the metrics that you really need to, to know that you're doing the right thing? And, be, and people do not do this step. They typically go – uh, they step over that right. They step up because they think <laughs> buying it is the hardest part. Buying it is the easiest part, particularly nowadays where you can get something like, you know, a Zoho, which is a, you know, they're a client of mine as well. Yeah, Zoho yeah. is well known for being very friendly from a price perspective. Right. You can actually get started for like free in some of their, with some of their applications. So you can get the, the stuff is out there, but if you don't know what you need to get done, and you don't know what you need to implement and you don't know, you know, how to do your sales process right. How many emails should you send out or how many steps in the sales cycle? If you don't do what what does getting this stage three mean in terms of percentage to uh, the close? If you don't do any of that stuff, you could buy the greatest CRM system out there and you'll fail miserably really fast. You know, I saw this guy get pretty excited about that, Andrew. Didn't you guess? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like he's, he's delivered this sermon before. <laughs> Let's put it like this. CRM is a four-letter word to a lot of people. So a lot of times they don't take the responsibility of their role in making it a four-letter word. Let's see. Fear, that's four, but mistake is even more. <laughs> that's that rhymed. Your poet didn't know it. <laughs> One of the big challenges is uh, integration, implementing it, but also integrating it. We've looked at dozens of CRMs, and each one has its own unique uh, footprint, and which you get excited about, but then it realize it doesn't uh, integrate with our newsletter service. It's mm-hmm. not real user-friendly with our website or whatever, or in management with other people in training and onboarding, right? Mm-hmm. Um and uh, like Salesforce, I was just, I think at that event, realized they kind of have a, I don't know if it's fairly new, but a Salesforce light almost, right, for the uh, entry got, level. They got a Salesforce IQ. Um, that's kind of the the lower end. Well, because the perception is Salesforce, and I was having a couple of conversations with the, with the people from Salesforce at the event about the perception, I think, in the business community is it's an enterprise level. It's right. huge. It's just massive. And if you're the AT&Ts or whatever, it's amazing, right? But if you're not just a startup, if you've been around for any, have a handful of 
people. Um, and so they have a, an, an entry level that's not just from a price point, but is it, it's not overkill because that's what we looked at a lot of them. There's like mm. even Zoho is amazing, but they don't have just the CRM. They have just buckets and buckets and loads of other stuff. And you're just like, it's just over. <laughs> your mind just implodes, right? So I'll tell you one thing that just came out, just announced, I believe it was either yesterday or the day before. Uh, Zoho came out with something called Zoho One, okay. which is uh, this is it's a pretty amazing offer. It's thirty five applications all rolled into one platform, right. and it's this is this goes beyond CRM. It's CRM, finance, HR, pretty much everything that you could operate, and they're offering it for thirty bucks per user per month. It's insane, yeah. And I mean, it's 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 a pretty astounding wow. offer. Now, I want to pick your brain real quick on a new CRM. We just uh, we've been uh, beta testing uh, something table. Uh, the one we just we just implemented should be on your phone. What's oh, it called? Should, be, should be should be run right right at the tip of our tongue. I know. Uh, <clears throat> we I'd wrong. reach my phone, but we're using it right now. Yeah, okay. But uh, what's it called? Back here and see what it's called. Uh, what, do you remember the name of it? No, no. <laughs> if you hit the button, it goes there. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> I recognize their logo, but there's this CRM that has the word table in there. What's yeah. it called? Nobody? Anybody? Any table, Rick, <laughs> hey, you got me beat on that one. I, um, one of the it was on our whiteboard for a while, but we erased it or whatever, yeah. It's one of the 732 he uses. For <laughs> well, while he's looking up the app right there, but um, you can't. But, yeah, Salesforce, going back to them, they, they the thing that's pretty ironic about Salesforce is that they started off serving mostly small and mid-sized businesses because big companies didn't trust them. Uh, having their information in the cloud. So their main driver of business for the longest part was small businesses. And then maybe about four or five years ago, they started moving upstream and, and bigger companies were starting to use them. And, and so I think the kind of the perspective from the small businesses was, well, now that they're getting bigger companies, uh, they're paying less attention to us. And, you know, they're not they Why would they focus on us when they can get 10,000 seat deals with bigger companies and charge it's, them even more money? So there there was a, a big uh, group of small businesses who do feel like that. But I would say over the last two years, Salesforce has done a really nice job of kind of recommitting to the SMB space. They're you know making those offerings like the one that you mentioned, yeah. And they're integrating they're integrating enterprise level functionality in some of these uh, lower entry level price level. offerings. Yeah. Um, so uh, Audio just our research uh, crack team came up with it's called Airtable. Airtable, Air yes, yeah, yeah. So maybe do your research on that and get back to Air us. Airtable. Uh, Air, Air uh, what was appealing to that again? The simplicity of it, uh, the shareability, if that's a word, mm-hmm. right? Um, is it, what is the focus of it? Is it sales focused? Like, is it SFA heavy? It's or? actually designed um, for primarily, as I understand, they're uh, for the entertainment industry. It's really ah, project management. Okay. So a lot of uh, film production, uh, TV crews, and so forth. They use it to to produce their product all all through the entire uh, course of it. Right. Okay. So this is I this is kind of like what happens after the sale um well we're we're no, kind it's, of it's they, have, they have they have because they have a okay. n- number of different uh, templates mm-hmm. and so you pick the template that kind of and they have one that's actually called a uh, sales uh, crm whatever yeah, okay so. so they help you implement a sales process and yeah yeah through okay. the funnel but then in our application in media and in project because a lot of ours is more project uh, management mm-hmm. the, the flow of the show and so forth and uh speaking of that i think we all took a vote well off, off air but 
right now. We're taking a vote right now. I think we should reboot <laughs> CRM radio here in the studio. Yeah. All those in favor signify by saying yay. All those CRM radio. All those in favor signify by saying yay. 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 And I'm any opposed? No. Oh yeah. Well, motion carries. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking uh, Brent Leary comes to mind. Yeah, oh, you, you guys. I mean, it's it's this conversation is, is so basic to the small business or any yeah, business because it is. If you can't do anything around finding, catching, and keeping customers, you're not going to be in business long. Yeah. You know? So it's not catch and keep. It's not catch and release. It's catch yeah. and keep. Right. Because <laughs> look, if you've spent all that time and effort going after them, right? You know, you you go to your you do your physical stuff. You go to trade shows. You you do the meet and greets. You get the cards. Right. You know, you you do the lunches. I mean, that's a lot of work. And then yeah. you're also spending money, too. So if you get them on board, the last thing you want to see is them only be on board for a minute, right? Out and, the back door. and how many yeah. people have those business cards wrapped in rubber bands or whatever? Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, yeah, talking about that, what's your go-to for transferring that, that paper uh, business card to a digital? I mean, I've been using... You know what my go-to is? Yeah, yeah. It's this. Because what I'll do is I'll take a picture of their card or their tag. Right, yeah. And just do a get it go on LinkedIn, but because I don't I don't carry cards the, anymore. But but the scan no the scan version because people do have cards. Yeah, you can do like yeah you. Can I do that. use Ever, Evernote, which most people use again for uh, managing time and management. Mm-hmm. But they have a really cool because a lot of card readers, but again they don't integrate. This you can take a, um, a not just a picture, but it'll uh, Evernote will capture it create all the content, and then I just drop it right into Gmail, and from there, mm. it's in any CRM, any uh, export, import. But the other cool thing is they'll show you if that person, if they're if that email, their LinkedIn, their LinkedIn profile right there, and you click one button, it and it'll connect connects. them with LinkedIn yeah. right there. See, yeah. that's the whole thing around. You look at how you know these systems have changed. That's one of the bigger changes. You you do see more integrations. I, the main the basic integrations are with email, like Gmail or, right, right, or yeah. something like that. Um, but you're seeing more integrations with social networks, so that if you have somebody that you're in, that's in your database that does a blog post, you get a notification. Yeah. And so you or if they if they comment on something, mm-hmm. you get a notification. You know. So with, if you don't have those kind of systems, how are you going to be able to keep up to date? With exactly. what they're doing, you know, and and that's the beauty of LinkedIn. We're I'm huge proponents, and uh, what Microsoft just bought them, right? Or yeah, for twenty six billion last year. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. Is that what's cool about LinkedIn? And some of the CRMs I looked at is that it'll pull their data literally from their LinkedIn primarily, and 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 then you're not updating the CRM. I'm not updating Michael's records. He's updating himself, and then it, if it integrates, I mean that's that's well, that's the whole part of that right? whole because the, they keep their information yeah. up to date. Right. So that's like the best source Big of time, that yeah. information that you can get. And it, and it, once again, it cuts down on me having to go out and, s- cause if you have like thousands of people oh, in your exactly, database, yeah. you're not going to be looking every day to see if there's a little change right, on yeah. all thousand of them. So yeah. when they make a change, isn't it nicer that it's just automatically brought to your attention and then yeah. you can do something with it if it need be. Cause like a uh, service like nimble, and there are others that do this, but they they do what they call like the like a daily rundown thing, an oh, yeah. email that you get, and it gives you uh, like the the changes to your your customer base or your list that you probably need to know about and do something with sooner rather than later. 
So all these systems are out there, and some you know it's sometimes it's kind of hard to piece it all together. But there are systems out there that really do make it a little easier to keep up to date with what's going on with your with the customers and prospects. I think Artie's got an invite for you here. Yeah. Yeah, we partner with Microsoft. You work with those guys, I heard. Yeah, they they sponsored my event uh, a couple times. Great. And it's uh, every other Friday. And uh, we would like to invite you to be a speaker at one of our networking events with Microsoft at the Microsoft Store in the Lenox Square Mall. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd yeah. be very cool. And we, right. we might we might even make it a breakfast or a lunch event one day. Yeah, one day. Yeah. We could check your schedule. <laughs> you Dang. mean there's no food? <laughs> no, we got food. Yeah, we got food. There yeah. is food. There is food, and there is fun. Both, yeah. both are important for a good show. Hey, I have a I have <laughs> the biggest purchase because I hadn't bought a Windows device in like a decade. Wow! But when that um, studio this the studio yeah. came out, you got to stand up. Yeah, touch screen that's twenty eight. I, I bought it. They're demoing that at our event, and they just did it the last time, and then it continually, yeah, yeah. I love mine. Yeah. I, I, it's great. All right, great endorsement. There's there. a testimonial. I think we're, yeah, I think we're out of time, officially. <laughs> our, what's our, who's our timekeeper here, yeah? Oh, we have time? We, we, we have one? <laughs> we got more time, more time. Uh, um, it's been great to have you in the studio thoughts? today, Brent. I'll tell you what, we've... Uh, uh, customer relationship management, got it. CRM, got it. <laughs> customer so, uh, engagement software, done. got it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you have for those DOS users still out there? <laughs> uh, I have some coupons to get them on something. <laughs> I, I just heard you say you bought a studio, so you've it, upgraded. Yeah, I'm thinking of uh, old tech and new tech. Uh, one of my, f- I used to say this years ago. Uh, it's just uh, I thought it was kind of funny, entertaining for myself. Other people thought it was in- interesting. I used to say low tech is the wave of the future. <laughs> Think about that one, right? Nice. And, uh, <laughs> right? And I, I had no reason why I was saying it, but I always thought it was funny. But we just implemented a new, it's not even, it's an app. Now our, this show and other shows now uh, can be available, it sounds crazy, on your phone by dialing a phone number. And on, if you're in your car, on your Bluetooth. So it's car radio. It's old is new again. Uh And um, so no internet connection, no buffering, no bandwidth, no download, no app. Bam, a phone number, and you're listening to the show. And and right now people are listening to us, right? The next thing you need to do is create an Alexa skill so that you can say, Alexa. Oh, because the the channel I was thinking of earlier is I come in, I say, Alexa, play ProBusiness Channel on TuneIn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so we're on TuneIn. But yeah, so you we could create Alexa skill or an app. Yeah. yeah so we'll talk about that. Um, boy, on there's a whole show? other show coming up on CRM we'll Radio. See you yeah. Microsoft. <laughs> we'll see you over at Microsoft soon, and we'll get you in front of the room. Oh, so. before we leave, uh, how yeah. do folks get in touch with you? Yeah. How do they find you uh, on, on the World Wide Web? The easiest on LinkedIn. Uh, I heard him say that earlier. Yeah, that or just Google me. I because mean, I, I write a lot of stuff in in different locations. So. And I think I'm the only I'm the first Brent Leary that comes up. And it is Brent, uh, not O'Leary. Yeah, we have (laughs) we we left the O in Ireland. (laughs) Well, we have an Irish guy here, and there's Kevin O'Leary. So no relation. Yeah, no, (laughs) (laughs) Mister Wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) So that's Brent Leary anywhere on the internet, uh, LinkedIn. Are you on Snapchat? Do they? (laughs) Uh, I mean, I'm I'm Brent Leary on Twitter. I'm Brent Leary on Facebook. I'm just Brent. You're an early adopter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you kind of have to. And now he's Brent Leary on Pro Business Channel. That's right. Yeah. Oh, drop the mic. Drop the mic. Yeah. Ah. Well, no, no. We don't drop our mic because they're a little expensive. We talk ink pens. Yeah, yeah. All right, Rob, send us home. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Thank you again for joining Rich Casanova and our guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of Georgia Business Radio.